Hi guys, welcome back to Check That Play, your NBA dose for everything on and off the court. This is Shashi. Me, I have Abhijit. We are like jo- Joey and Chandler, but not Joey and Chandler. Uh, coming back to I love the board. episode, we have a fresh new. <laughs> you definitely do. We have a fresh new episode today. We'll be talking about Game Two of the 2022 NBA Finals, and I can't be relieved. I can't be more relieved. The game gave me so much of relief, and the fact that the game, the series, won now, because statistically speaking. It becomes very hard for a team to come back from a two-zero win. So, I'm happy that the series is tied at one-one, and it also gives me some confidence back into the Warriors after they played Game One. That yes, the Warriors are there. Uh, it's the same team that we all asked for, uh, with a few things here and there not working in their favor. But I think at the end of the day. I was happy when I saw after I saw the game. Over to you, Abhijit. Well, first of all, I'm relieved that I'm watching a final game, like really a finals game. Unlike game one, it it really felt like it was a finals game. Okay, but I gotta say credit to Steph Curry majorly for you know for making us feel like okay, this is the Warriors team that has gone to like I think. Eight out of nine finals, no, eight. Uh, sorry, uh, nine, uh, seven a, out of nine finals, something like that, six, right? Six finals in the last eight years. Six finals in the last eight years. Thanks for correcting my facts. So six out of eight, man. That that's like something which LeBron only did. He went eight for eight, but hey, that's a dynasty. That's a but, that, that's a dynasty. There are a handful of. Uh, Teams that have done uh, something similar, like six finals in eight games. Name them. Uh, I the can Bulls, only name Chicago Bulls, Bulls and the original Celtics. The Boston Celtics. Then I think Lakers. Lakers did it. Lakers did it, right? They did it in. Uh, yeah, uh, they lost to Boston, and then they also won five of them. Exactly. So Lakers did it, and uh, uh, Spurs did it. If I'm not wrong, they did it. But did any of them? Here's the thing: Did any of them had anything to prove when they reached like seventh, sixth, or fifth time to the finals? You always have something to prove. For example, let let's talk about Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant, two thousand nine, two thousand ten finals. He had something to prove. He knew that each of two thousand one, two thousand, two thousand one, two thousand two, Shaquille O'Neal was the finals. That chip on his on his shoulder. That I am the best player in the series. I am the best player in the tournament. Sorry, I am the best player in the league. And he had a chip on his shoulder to prove that I want to win the finals MVP. Similarly, for nineteen nineteen ninety six Bulls, everyone thought Michael Jordan. Uh, I still remember he came back at, at the end of the two uh, at the end of the nineteen ninety five season. And I think they lost to Orlando in this in the Eastern Conference semifinals. And 1996, those guys had a chip on their shoulder that we want to prove that we are the Bulldogs here. We we are the team to beat. And and they did that in the 1996 finals. I think it was against Utah or who was it against? 
Yeah, and uh, yet they were still the number one favor in the betting in Las Vegas pre-season polls and everything. I mean, sure yeah. that I mean, sure, yeah. I mean, it, they were they had so much to prove that they were poor, poor, they were already, you know, given title on papers. So yeah, but in this case. Sorry, but when you have lost a major cricket player, see, I can accept the Kobe Bryant one. Kobe had to prove, okay, but they got they proved themselves after so many years. I think the gap was around like six years or five years, right? Two thousand uh, one, two, two they won, and then the two thousand ten, uh, two thousand nine Kobe won. So it was a gap of seven years, okay. Here. They have to prove. Golden State have to prove and shut down all these useless, irritating critics that they cannot win without KD. I believe they can win without KD. They cannot. They uh, and if they beat the Boston Celtics that has swept KD, KD, they will have to prove a lot of things. And this is why agitated me in game one, and this is why I'm relieved and happy to watch game two. Because in game two, they literally took it off. I mean, I was looking to the um, uh, play-by-play book. Okay, I didn't watch the game live, so I had to. I, I was traveling, so I watched play-by-play, and then I watched the whole game later on. They were fifty-fifty-two, I think, uh, going down to the second after ending of second quarter. Yeah. Okay, and then they straight away went to eighty-seven, sixty-four, twenty-three point lead. this dominance has proved that golden state warriors is a championship team and plus here's the thing people say jason tatum should not make those turnovers i need a correction over there golden state warriors forced those turnovers it was not like jason you know okay i will just throw it i will just throw it over there i will pass it over no they forced jason tatum to throw the ball up to give the ball up that's a fact apart from the tag that draymond deserved for me uh, when he landed on uh, when his feet were on uh, jalen brown's shoulder and the refs didn't act the game was very good boston celtics i picked i picked golden state warriors to win game 2 and uh, they did win i'm not happy i'm not I'm very happy, but I'm also not very confident because now I'm scared about my Boston Celtics winning the championship. If these guys play like this, if these guys play like this, if Andrew Wiggins comes out and still have the confidence after missing three shots, and still have the confidence to go out and play like that, if if Poole comes out and throws on thirty nine foot feet, like he's he's thirty nine feet away, bro. and he still hit the shot i i saw one uh, and i don't know correct me if i'm wrong but i think 2018 step also hit that kind of shot so for me this was the game on doing that it's, it's it's a regular thing for steph <laughs> yeah but he he actually and steph was like really proud like he was looking looking at him in a proud manner i think it was the last uh, shot uh, in the buzzer beater um, when third quarter was about to end so for me i'm very happy i'm looking forward for this to series and it proves that it, and it, it actually makes me kind of feel wrong 
when I predicted Boston Celtics will win the game in six, I still stand by Boston Celtics winning the game in six. But now I am a little bit doubtful the way Wiggins and Poole played. I'm a little bit doubtful, but I'm still got to say game three is a must win for Golden State Warriors. My pick is Boston Celtics, but game three is a must win for Golden State Warriors. You know, let's 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 break down the game. Let's let's break it down. First half, let's look at the first half. I I remember seeing Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. At least Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown came into the match as if nothing had happened. He was taken from game one, fourth quarter, and then he was dropped into game two directly. He yeah. was playing, he was he was throwing those flamethrowers, he was pulling up threes of the match. That guy was on fire. Similarly, similarly, Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum had what 21 points in the first half, six. Yeah, he had but, 21 in the first half. 21. I think he he had 21. He had yeah. 21 points. Similarly, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown was on fire at the But I think credit wherever it's due. We need to give a lot of credit to two people. Draymond Green and GP2. Both yeah. of those guys, especially Draymond. Draymond, the first... Uh, the first... Uh, play that was run between him and Al Horford. It went uh, jump ball. Draymond was clear from the start of the match that this is not how it's going to end. This is this match is not going to end how game one ended and they mean serious business. Draymond Green came in, I think if I'm if I'm not wrong, both Boston Celtics and Golden State Warriors were more or less similar on the shooting percentage. But what was the difference? The difference was those 18 turnovers. Yep. has around 14, 15 turnovers on the away courts. They were 18 turnovers throughout, throughout the match. And Golden State Warriors scored 30 those 18 turnovers. And 11 turnovers in the first half where Golden State Warriors scored 18 points in the first half on those 11 turnovers. And and that was one of the reasons. That was one of the reasons why, when first half ended, the scores were almost equal. And as you saw, every uh, Jordan Poole and Stephen Curry just destroyed. Uh, just they just destroyed the Celtics. And you know, I was watching that match yesterday. One thing became very clear to me. If you look at the superstars from both the teams, if you look at Stephen Curry and if you look at Jason Tatum, one thing seemed very clear and confidence, the kind of confidence that Stephen Curry has. And this is not something that he he's shown it now. He has had this confidence for the last six, seven, eight years, especially when when they were in the bubble, that, that season where there was no one there and probably he ended up in the first... Uh, in, in, third in the MVP uh, candidature. So, confidence shows. If that guy that guy just goes on and makes those shots in crunch time whenever the team needs him, 34 points in the first, in the second. But, I don't know. I can't say the same about Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum lost his confidence in the second half. was nowhere to be seen. 
the kind of turnovers that he had the kind of shot that he missed the way he was passing the ball that there were so many force so going 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 in i feel there is a lot that boston celtic needs to do that they these guys need to need to work on a few things and as i mentioned i i still remember i mentioned this but that your players like your players al hofford or eric white these guys are not going to give you the same kind of numbers that they gave you in the first match and and we saw that yeah um but uh, here's the thing i just need to say one thing people are riding on jordan i'm i'm not first of all i'm not disrespecting that guy okay i love that guy i like the way he's playing and he's surely the top 5 most important player for golden state warriors sure okay but i believe andrew wiggins because pool hit the shot so deep and he was getting over in the fourth quarter and everything andrew wiggins i think was the one of the like when clay went down draymond and steph was carrying it andrew wiggins was also helping them out all those little things get, getting those balls away from the uh, defenders making sure the path is clear coming in and cutting and uh, getting the ball into the basket when it is time all these small things were much much more like you know they were accurate and they were timely they were timely done they were timely done like steph did they were also timely done uh, andrew wiggins also did the things timely uh, in time and uh, it was also to be no- in notice that pool was not great in first half and the only two shot that he hit on third quarter came when they were already up 20 when they are already when they were already up by 20 the shot was difficult it 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 was like dame difficult dame lillard's difficulty okay when he hit over okc but i got to say it was more like steph draymond and wiggins rather than steph draymond and pool for me it felt like that and as far as your point i also co-signed it but i also said this thing they going to contribute in some other ways they don't play one style offensively they play different style what caused them was golden state showed up and they were very physical they became physical like demon game was already physical we know who he is but they they literally suffocated them in such a way that if jason tatum is becoming the point guard like for example he is coming up the, with the ball he has to literally be sure to make, he has to literally pass at right time and uh, that's not his skill no 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 disrespect to him but that's not he is not like chris paul lebron or james harden kind of a person who can literally pass the ball at the right time marcus smart is a defensive player but he's a defensive guard he is not a point guard and this thing was exposed by steve kerr in the last episode also i told you steve kerr might outplay uh, sorry skyjack script uh, i said that steve kerr has the highest chances of outplaying ime udoka just based on experience because he has gone to from facing off kd russell westbrook to the cavs to 
also having you know uh, kawai and uh, kyle lowry he faced a lot of very much dominant team and not in dominance in the as in the history but dominance in the recent times so for me he exposed that now is it will be interesting to see how he may will do that you know steve kerr i let, let there is do again i can i can point out i think n number of series where where golden state warriors have been down to to the other team and then and they won be it like you start from i still remember 2015 they played the western conference i think semi finals against uh against the memphis grizzlies with there was marcus down to one they won they won all the three matches and they won it in closes in six i think against lebron james in 2015 finals they were down to one they came back won six uh, won all all the remaining three matches won it in cleveland in the infamous series that they played against oklahoma city they were down three and and they and they came back and won the series 2018 and against the rockets uh, oh, again yeah. a very famous Chris series james, james they were, harden they were against james harden and chris paul and they came back and won the series so they do i guess right they and they they came back and they come, they won the series so all these are just uh, and i think steve kerr is is the genius behind all of all all a lot of things that has changed of how things were when mark brown was there uh, sorry am i am i correcting his mark name jackson. right mark jackson sorry not mark brown mark jackson when mark jackson was there until the 2013 14 season and then later on when uh, took charge in 2015 season and then he started uh, letting curry play off the ball make a lot of uh, not play him as a traditional point guard that usually a lot of point guards in in the league play and they let all his big men fall from from the center and that because of that what happened was they created this system within golden state wherein there was a lot of off ball movement and and that is what became their uh, identity and and one more thing like golden state and their love for third quarter is immense and you just keep on seeing it every i don't know what happens to them do they go back there's a joke that goes on between me and avijit all the time that golden state warriors go they go back to their locker room and then they'll open twitter and see all the tweets and guys get hyped up i don't especially especially steph curry so i think i think they probably do that this is how they hype themselves up during the half time and then when they come back how usually the third uh, third quarter goes but you know there is something that concerns me abhijit stephen curry is right now giving you 34 29 there might come a day when stephen curry probably would would be able to give you 15 points only he might have a off night and it's highly probable likely that if you're playing a seven man series there might come a game to perform and then who steps up the kind of consistency that we have been asking for jordan pool to deliver that is not there i don't feel very comfortable with saying that jordan pool can come in and give you 20 points or 
or clay i don't know what's happening to clay you know in the last in 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 the in game 2 even when golden state warriors or even when steve kerr knew that this game is over he kept clay in the game so that clay could get his confidence and clay ended up on i think 4 on 4 on 19 yes and this 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 downfall of clay i i know he played really well Dallas Mavericks scored thirty points, uh, but but we need we need that kind of consistency from Clay, wherein there's not a lot of dependency on Steph because right now this team is so much dependent on Steph that if Steph's if Steph doesn't fire up in one of those matches, it's going to be really very difficult for the Golden State Warriors to be to be alive in the match against a defense like Boston Celtics. Well, I can say this uh, for sure. If Steph is having off night, they then although I have no, I have already displayed my issues with some Steve Kerr antics, uh, antics that rotation goes down and then the hot players is swapped out for the star player, uh, which is good but wrong in the situations. But here's the thing: if Steph has a not a good time shooting the ball. he will change the offense here's a here's the thing he will change the offense around andrew wiggins so it will be less shooting more down to the basket or jordan pool or he might he might divide it jordan pool kuminga moody wiggins everybody because what made 2015 golden state warriors if anyone can remember it was steph clay Draymond and Harrison Barnes, Andre Iguodala. This was the original death lineup before Kevin Durant got there. He will. And this is this, this is the lineup they won seventy three games with. Yeah, and this is the lineup they won the seventy three nine games seventy uh, three games with. Yeah, you got a good point. And this is the lineup they came back three one against Oklahoma City. Against Oklahoma. So for me. to say that okay if step is gone some clay is hurt who might come in i will say a lot of guys can come in with the right play because they still have got see you it's not abhijit it's not about someone can pitch in but my point is if you remove for example stephen curry shot how many shots yesterday and sorry uh, in game 2 and he had a good shooting night there will come a day when he work even though he'll take the same number of shots then what then, then who you you need someone consistent where you can say okay if step doesn't work out of those three people clay pool and step you need step or at least one person to go all in at least 30 points and you need the remaining two to at least give you 15 to 20 points otherwise it's this it's not going to work this is the shoe that i told you in the last episode that pool wiggins moody they don't they are not battle tested right now in this series and they don't have any finals experience the issue is this they have faced a light team light heavyweight teams while they are they have the heavyweight title okay now they are facing a heavyweight champion now the issue that you have said it might might come true in this series but my Ma, but i am confident enough to say you don't need consistency from one player 
you need some points like it seemed like this why did bucks took boston to say game 7 how did how did bucks took boston to game 7 when even their 20 20 uh, 2022 points coming uh, chris middleton was out they got points equally divided pat connaughton came boy waters came grace allen came all of them came and they they literally poured the shots they literally contributed their th- stuffs they were doing and they were also little bit scoring this is the same thing that they have to do now here's the biggest issue this is steph having an off night is not the biggest issue but your team your golden state warriors are going to going down if draymond green loses it up again man you know you know i i was going to bring this up Game five, two thousand sixteen NBA Finals. Yes, I yes. have a PTSD. There's a post. <laughs> I have a big time PTSD with, with with that night. I know, with that game, I know if Draymond Green wasn't out of that game, that day maybe it would have been over in Oracle Arena. We would have we would have gone home. There were there would not have been all the three one jokes. and something similar happened in yesterday's game where draymond the tussle between draymond and jaylen brown and i think draymond also got a technical for that right yeah he got a technical before that but uh, the refs were not interested in pulling another technical on him for that one see i i understand it's the finals is going to be un- under the microscope and also the fact that people the crowd wants these players to play in a certain way they want them to go all out but somewhere and i know raymond is is unapologetical about all this that he if given a chance he might do it again but i don't know and someone has to come up someone has to step up and tell this to raymond that if you are not available for one complete game the repercussions of huge and we have said you have seen something like that happen in in the past and and we all know how that turned out um here's the thing for you uh i hate the fact that they didn't give him that technical because you're allowing see although i'm still not okay with lot of refs call okay but the things that happened like it was clear cut technical him pushing jelen brown even he was down having his leg Uh, having his both feet over his left shoulder left arm i think yeah left arm okay these things if you don't give technical to draymond or if we don't give technical to anyone it doesn't matter if you are a star player superstar or anything it it will show that this game, the sport is not disciplined it will lead back to like why did you didn't why did you br- bring those rules that changed 90s era to this era why there was a, why the why the why there is a big uh change in defensive style and everything because you don't want players to get hurt draymond green doing such things and getting away actually might boost some confidence in some like star players again that okay let's let's do this they are not going to they are not going to throw the game because you know what happened to since 2016 the refs are partially blamed for throwing away Draymond in for game 5 i'm like dude if you allow such thing now if you give him a technical draymond will surely have to keep this in his mind 
I am. I have to keep my anger cool because people who don't know, 2017, 2018. Whenever the reason why Draymond was silent is because there's one guy. There was one guy on the roster, David West. I I I think um uh, I'm pronouncing. I'm I'm saying his name out loud. You're right. David West. Yeah. So David West, who is right now? Antonio Spurs. Yeah. Um. He was playing with uh Golden State Warriors, right? That, yeah, yeah, he was no, playing no, he, he, he played. He played with San Antonio Spurs and then played with a few teams of his time. The good time that he had was with Golden State Warriors, with the uh, San Antonio Spurs, and I think won the championship with Golden State Warriors in two thousand seventeen. Okay, so he was keeping Draymond Green in control. If people who don't, people who didn't watch the game entirely, like we were watching the games, uh, especially in playoffs, and. He was the one who was controlling Draymond Green. Whenever there was a tussle between LeBron and him, David West stepped up and pulled out Draymond. You need such kind of an enforcer, but the thing is, Draymond is such a senior to the squad, to the rooster, that who can actually pull him out and who can actually calm him down. Draymond needs to think for him for himself and for his team now, because if he goes down, and by any chance, any chance. Steph has an off night. Clay, I can I can I can give him one game, but I don't know which game I can get him. I close out game for sure. Six. Last two series. Game six. <laughs> so if it is game five or game seven, you are doomed. Okay, you three guys are not going there. So the contribution that that needs to be get uh, uh, that needs to be delivered by Pool, Wiggins, Kuminga, Looney, and everyone. Gets high and the expectation is high. The pressure is high, and they will crumble. They might crumble. Scratch that. They might crumble. We have yet to see. I'm I'm impressed by how Andrew Wiggins have reacted to the pressure. Uh, I'm also quite impressed with Pool. But now I have to see the whether they can take it or not. So Draymond Green needs to really calm his anger down. This thing, and refs not giving him a second technical was something that I. I didn't like it because it really puts a bad mark on sport. You know, we have talked we've talked enough about game two. You know, Abhijit, I let's let's focus on game three now. You know, it gives me some sort of comfort again. You know, life is all about comfort right now. Here comes I've the motivation speaker. My, I've had my share of discomfort in life, but. Uh, I am trying to find comfort wherever I can, and you know what gives me comfort, Abhijit? The fact that Boston Celtics is going back to their home court, where they are five and four, where the turnover rate is higher than how what it is at their away, what is how it is in away games. So it gives me some sort of comfort. That Boston Celtics are not that strong of a team when it comes to the home court, and Golden State Warriors are definitely going to make use of that. They are going to make use of the kind of leverage that they have gotten over Boston Celtics in Game Two. The kind of game that they have had, they are going to carry the same momentum into Game Three. They are going to carry the same momentum into the Garden, and I am hoping. i'm hoping that clay has a good night he gives us 25 points and we win the match you know a uh, happy ending yeah or a um, good, good good half 
is what what i deserve yeah uh and it's so it's so it's so it's so good to hear this from a guy whom i view uh, the, for the listeners who don't know me and him had a had a good i think 5 to 10 minute talk on phone um back when the playoffs were about to start and we were discussing who would win the championship and i said my heat is going to win and uh, we were bringing the home courts and everything to which shashikant really did say that does the home court and home arena matter a lot does it matter a lot I, but, I, but 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 the stats did they speak right the stats speak for themselves yeah there's a and, reason yeah there's why a reason why stats boston, speak for themselves boston themself, right? is so boston when their walls when their backs are against the wall they're really good at it when the the backs are against the wall they're really good at in in all those games they know they need to close it be it home court be it away court they they'll close it but they're not that effective on the home court and and that is the stats say it themselves and that's not what i'm saying abhijit and i know home court matters it yeah now now, now it matters now it surely matters i know that bro i know that it always did yeah. it was it was about it was always about agreeing to it see abhijit i have i've i've had some experience of playing basketball uh, in my college days so back then when we used to play in our home court i knew the kind of crowd that we had the kind of support that we got the cheering and that hypes you up see sashi here's a deal okay here's a thing actually i don't know whether the your home court in your college days were supporting your basketball team or with the girls supporting you i don't know how it was okay but things are not the same in uh, nba basketball okay home court matters because the louder the crowd goes the more confidence you get the exp- it 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 might be the same but exponentially it differs and here's the thing miami cities there were two games where boston fans really chanted boston like you can hear them say defense defense when boston were playing defense you could hear them in the uh, miami's uh, miami's home court okay things like that happen but here's the thing i am expecting a comeback from boston in game 3 because they are yet to lose back to back games and you look at the buck series you look look at the heat series every series they played was in the similar fashion now here's a break too here's a here's something different bucks and heat won the game 1 and boston won the game 1 here so it will be interesting how things will go now but i expect jason tatum and everyone to come up because they haven't played back to back bad games jason tatum he had turnover issues in game uh, i believe it was game 3 and then um uh, it was also game in game 6 also he had a lot of turnover issues okay he didn't he they will not do the same mistakes again so for me i am very much confident in saying boston will come back in game 3 now regarding your home court dilemmas let's just say home court matters a lot 
whether it's the girls waiting to waiting for you to give the Valentine gifts or whether the team actually cheering for you to win for them, the city, the college, or whatever. Okay. Actually, come to think of it, there was there was uh, there was a fun part also when Jordan Poole hit the shot and every crowd was chanting for them. Some of them were literally surprised that Jordan Poole can shoot this this long. You know, I I saw one of the videos yesterday. YouTube. This was shot in sync with when Jordan Poole 39 footer from half court and there was a girl sitting right next yeah, to him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he, he looked at her and then he took the shot and then he gave her the look. I don't know what were the reasons for Poole to be riled up in the second and we can or cannot be. Let's just keep it there. But... Uh, you know, by, the way, by the way, one second, one second, one second, one second, bro, one second. Before we move on to the topic, just remind us what position you were playing back in college. I used to be a power forward. Power forward. Okay. So usually, so... see, it is very different. Usually, in India, it's it's different from how how it is in NBA. For example, yeah. you more of uh, zone defense is applicable here. We used to play more of zone defense as compared to the NBA. Our positions used to be a bit different. I can see on your face that you're going to crack a joke. I won't let you. So let's let's move on. <laughs> okay. Going on, going on to the next. I feel that Golden State Warriors is going to win one of them. I can't say game three or game four, but my prediction is that they're going to win one game out of the two. And they'll probably have the home court back, uh, home court advantage back when they're back for the game, for the fifth game in Chase Center back in San Francisco. And I'm also expecting that Clay plays really well in one of the two games. And when I say really well, I mean somewhere on the north of 25 points per game. So that's. Uh, I'm not going to count on Clay that much uh, because he really. Yeah, he. Uh, I'm not. I'm. I'm not. I'm not. You know, completely rejecting his presence, but I'm saying that he is there, but he is also not there. So he can, you know, create some chaos without touching the ball. Okay. So he will be that kind of person now. Uh, but I'm much more expecting aggressiveness from the bench of Golden State Warriors. Like their bench needs to be a hell lot aggressive than. Uh, basically they were right now. So, because Boston bench are going to come back. Believe me when I say Boston's bench are going to come back. So, when their bench is going to come back, uh, you better be, you better be uh, on your A game too. And uh, speaking of the bench, I believe that uh, Boston will take game three and Golden State will take game four. This is my prediction of how things will go. Um, it might change. Uh, game three, I'm I'm sure short focus on Boston. Game four, I'm pretty much sure that Golden State will win after the loss and everything. They will surely come back. And I hope Draymond doesn't get ejected in one of these games. And I also hope that I don't have to dig a grave for you again. <laughs> it's like you're waiting for that to happen, huh? But on that point, I think. Um, we are equally excited, if not less, for the next game. I'm having a lot of discussion with a lot of people uh, within India and uh, they are 
equally charged up to watch the third game on wednesday night or thursday morning depending on which part but for sure it's going to be a thrilling series it's going to be amazing we have amazing teams amazing superstars super amazing and i'm just loving every part of it till then we'll see you next time and thank you